Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Jim's dead parents. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Cue the theme song. We don't have any cheeseburgers. Do you want us to find a cure and save the world or just fall in love and fuck? Great, Valiant. Then only will we be able to get to sleep. If we're attacked in the middle of the night, we won't even care. Now, see, see, this is a really shit idea. You know why? Because it's really obviously a shit idea. I can see them, they're coming! They're dead. And you're gonna be next. Alright. 2002. We made it through the apocalypse only to witness this movie kind of about a partial apocalypse in London 28 days later. Uh, 28 days later. Um, Cillian Murphy starring uh, Naomi Harris, Chris Exelson, Brandon Gleason, Some other faces you maybe would uh, recognize. I don't I know any of those word? names. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris, Chris Exelson was the reboot of Doctor Who, the first Doctor in the reboot. Okay, well, I was never um, a Brandon fan. Gleason, you know, from Braveheart and The yeah, Guard and other you know movies. Him. And Cillian Murphy from... Um, he looks um, familiar. He's got his uh, big Netflix show, um, Peaky Blinders. That's right. Okay, that's... that's right. And he was in the Batman movie, A Scarecrow, so that's, that's Cillian right. Murphy. Oh, that I remember. So 28 Days Later the follows Please. the story of a abused monkey as he is forced to watch pretty much the news. Fox News, yeah. Uh, no, just kidding. It's about Jim who wakes up in a hospital... After a head injury, uh, walks around, the streets are completely empty, uh, finds some people, finds some non-people, people chasing them, raging along the way, and they have to escape for their lives. That's how it should have started. Yeah, that's actually how it should. It's not a bad place to start. Is not a big fan of the monkey opening. Yeah, the clockwork monkey. Yeah, where he's watching all of the <laughs> weird things. And then he also... Was not cured. <laughs> he also, was not. <laughs> a little of the old ultraviolence. Yeah. You, uh, yeah, all that monkey stuff at the beginning was, uh, I understand what they're going for, but I felt like it was unnecessary. We didn't they're trying need to it. set up, but we fucking, we, we'd be up to speed as soon as we saw him wake up, walk through desolate London. Um, it's more interesting and then that you, way. And, yeah. Then the first person he stumbles upon, well, those two, those two slack jawed fucking tears in the bottom of the church and then that priest comes out. It's more yeah. interesting if we don't know what's going on to exactly. start the movie off because with the monkey thing and stuff, it being like mediocre, if not bad. It just never matters. No, it doesn't. And and we don't need we don't need to know how the virus started. We just know that all these people are like killing each other well, and they're turning into like zombie-esque style creatures. That whole rage yeah. thing too. We've infected it with rage. If it's, you can't hear it unless you infect it with rage. That's I'm, bad. <laughs> it's not good. The, the the scientist in the initial lab seems like he seems to know what's going to happen once they come in contact with that monkey's blood. So like he's seen it happen to other people before and they've killed that person. Like this lab seemed severely under securityized for yeah. that being a reality that that guy lives with every day. He also like, he's like, I know who you are to the activists. Like they just look like people who like monkeys and are stupid enough to think that they could just walk out of there with the monkeys hand in hand. They didn't have any equipment to break out monkeys. Yeah. 
Like, they're just going to follow them out of the building into the fucking hippie van? What's going on? When he says, I know who you are, I'm assuming that they must be some kind of popular, like, like an group eco-terrorism of, thing. Yeah, they're of, like they the monkey. Before. Their groups yeah. call like, the monkey lovers or whatever. And then, Monkey lovers. No, that's the gay like, the group that meets on Saturday. No. He's like, I know you guys are the monkey lovers. <laughs> but lovers, dude. Yeah, that's... <laughs> also, also it, it's, once again, bad dialogue when he tells them repeatedly that the monkeys are infected and yeah. that that they're violent and then they're like we're gonna let them out and he's like didn't you just fucking hear what i said yeah the girl opens a long ass glass cage and she's like just scooch towards me like the <laughs> fucking thing just rages at her face you couldn't see those monkeys like aggressively pacing in those cages yeah. like i don't know so none of it really came over that well so I just edit it out um but um that's just five I'll, minutes I'll, of my life that i could have got back it's true it's true and it's unfortunate that it's so dark in the scene too because it becomes immediately apparent that they used some shit equipment to make this movie yeah they had a really low budget so you kind of give them a little bit of a break but the fucking uh definition on this like so it's so bad. it's so weird to see that our our phone cameras uh, and phone phone video is technology is about a million times better than what they shot a whole fucking movie yeah. on back then. Well, like you were saying, we shot that fucking a web series two years ago with the iPhone then. Yeah, two years looks, ago, and it yeah. looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. Compared comparatively, to, right? Com- oh yeah, it's like a million times better. And like the fact that Danny Boyle, a, like a very famous director at the time, yeah. who had had directed a five or six big movies train spotting the beach um i was gonna say waiting for guffman but that's not he right. it was there's another one called a life less ordinary with uh the guy from train spotting did he yeah. do a flick for acid house i don't know this is be- just slightly before he did uh slumdog right. but like looking at the i would say that the directing the cinematography not that there is any because he just shot it with fucking shitty cameras and and the editing is all is all not very good in this it's it's jarring you know i um i you think could have I s- edited a lot of things better i think you could have and this is a long movie so if you get rid of the opening and just start with naked silly and in bed that's a great way to start a movie come on great movie but it's at one now point very out, very um, early on i turned to brent and said i want to not think about how bad this like looks because i want to judge it now based on the story but i just couldn't stop noticing how shitty this looks every minute uh, and i don't think you could like if this is if it was captured on shitty equipment like this can't be remastered right like you, you can't fix the, the base you could have fixed the know. editing at least the editing is really bad like there's like there's a part where their gas station blows up yeah they had like eight or nine different cuts of the gas station blowing up just take the best one and just use that and then have that as the shot and then those windows blowing out behind them. Yeah. So if you added a good explosion of the gas station and those windows blowing out behind them, that's fine. I could have lived with that. But instead yeah. he has like 10 cuts in there yeah. of shitty footage and some even shittier footage and then the Spend good shot. bunch of money on that. It's just like, why, yeah. why, why was he... And they did that a bunch of times with some of the other action. It's just like, you have way too many cuts. Yep. Like, keep the good shit. So I read a little bit about why the decision to have, like, that action like that with all those explosions. And it was literally because Boyle didn't think American audiences would want to tune into this unless it had, like, that big Michael Bay type of action. So he he fucking footed the bill. Like, obviously not for, like, real buckets. Like, they had laundry (laughs) hampers on the roof in that one scene. (laughs) Oh, my Um, God. To collect water. But the water. explosions, he wanted to be legit and shit. He wanted big, big And that's explosions. okay. No, but he, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, that's that's the kind of where his brain was at, having a lot of that shit. When in reality, he should have bought a better camera. 
No, but it's yeah. not. It's not even the. It's not even the. Um, when I, I'm not talking about like the 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 quality of the film. I'm saying like. That's not what I'm talking about. Either. No, I know, but I'm saying like so when the gas station blows up, there is one actually decent shot of it blowing up, and then there is like five or six or seven or eight other shittier kind of weird angles of it blowing up yeah if you would have just used the one shot of it blowing up that was really good yeah and then the shot of the windows blowing up you would have fixed it in editing without <laughs> doesn't matter what it all the other i don't know why all of he the shitty shots were like he spent the money on it it's he like ref- keep it i know but there's don't reflections edit. on windows and then looking through cracks and things are distorted and people are running away from the gas station as it's blowing up so yeah, it, and that's okay that he. But once you get into the editing room and you see what you've done, you'd know that that was not the way to too go in editing it. And it was the footage with the military base and stuff. Some of it was like that too. Just yeah. stick with, make it simpler, and and then you don't have the the shitty. Take the best looking shit and just keep it at one or two cuts. To like me, I, the filters really ruin it. Like in that stairwell, and it's got that like that heavy yellow filter or whatever yeah. it is on there. Like already, your camera's like uh, got really low res, so. You're like fucking already muddying then the sets or the scenes with those fucking lighting. Yeah, it's, I mean, really hard to shoot at night. It's hard to see that shit. Yeah. At but, nighttime in low light, this was never going to look any... I mean, it didn't. this didn't look good during the fucking sunlight in the day. No. Like, that's how bad it looked. Like, mm-hmm. the iPhone footage we shot looked gorgeous, like, in sunlight. Oh, yeah. When you're walking down the street, that's like one of the most beautiful shots. There wasn't any shot in this movie that looked even anywhere during the day nearly as good as that. It might seem weird to people that we're discussing a 2018 camera versus a 2002 camera, but that's a 2002 movie camera versus a cell phone camera. Exactly. Yeah, this was a 2002, I think it was the Canon X1, which is they said is a very small handheld camera, but... My God, it was awful. And then you blow it up, obviously, to film quality size for the movie theaters. Yeah. And then you lose like... And then like, pump it up to high def. Yeah, and, and then you lose even more quality and you lose even... Like the bigger you want this to be, the worse it's going to look. Yeah, it's not It's not aged well from that perspective. No, I mean, like we could compare all. it to other 2002 movies that look way better and they're obviously using using different equipment. But we just I was going to give fiction. it a... I, we were gonna, I was going to give this movie a pass for some of that because some, we found out it was like a $5 million budget to make, which is great. Yeah, to get it done on a dime, but then we look. I was like, "Is this his first attempt?" And and then we talked about all the movies he had made before this. Like Train Spotting looks better than this, and The Beach certainly does. Um, I remember The Beach looking amazing. A life and, less, and, and, a life and seemed to be done more competently in terms of the. Like I have to go back and watch those. I haven't seen The, the Beach execution, in forever. But yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It, that that kind of made me feel weird. Like yeah. Was this a step back or was it just, was it the, did it lend itself to the horror genre that he didn't have to have like great models and, and, and I think um, that's what it was. I think he didn't know how to shoot this. I think he I didn't know. know how, cause like you see all those cameras that are like, it's always like something's looking at you, the perspective that you're like checking Jim out when he's walking through London initially. Yeah. And I think that stuff's all like very good horror type of directing. Like it's off putting, it's unsettling. You're always in like a weird spot where the camera's like shooting through a bus or whatever. Yeah. But um, everything else, like you pointed out that Dutch angle later. Oh, God. And it's just framed horribly. Yeah, they, they're out looking at the soldier's place. They're, um, the, the zombie soldier that's chained by the neck is on the ground. And Chris Exelson, the captain of that group, is way too close to the zombie. 
Um, but um, they're on an odd angle so that the camera's level with his head, but he stands up and walks out behind Cillian Murphy's character, and when the camera pans up, it keeps this 45-degree angle when it goes up. So we watch him walking out the door. And there's like a weird piece of the door. Yeah, it's it's... It's just not good. It's not pleasing. It's not even creepy. Like where I'm, like my tension is. No, it looks like a mistake. Yeah, it feels like a mistake sometimes. The Uh, way that this is shot. I also like you think about. We did Reservoir Dogs recently, and that was like shot for a million five. I know there's a lot more locations in this and stuff, but like for five mil, Jesus, this place has got a lot of locations. Just shoot it on, shoot it on sixteen millimeter. I I know he was trying to do something different, and he was trying to kind of break the norm. But if you would have shot this on sixteen millimeter. I don't know if he would have been able to shoot it for that low of a budget, but it would have looked a hell of a lot better than this shit. Yeah, and that might have, like, it, I don't know, maybe then some more editing And the sound helped, mix was bad. And, yeah, and the, so the, we, we got this on, like um, we rented this from Google. Uh, thanks, Google, for not sponsoring us. Um, <laughs> and so I thought it was the SD version, and it was not. But the uh, dialogue, yeah, it looked like the I had SD the speaker version. cranked, and I have a feature on my speaker to pump dialogue, and we had it up, and we could barely hear them talking, and then the zombies would come out, and be like, <laughs> it was crazy, crazy. Yeah. So it was, we were constantly having to turn it down for the action, then turn it up for the everything, dialogue, everything, which wasn't great anyway. Everything technically, the sound mix, the soundtrack, the, the, the video footage, the directing, the editing, and the... Uh, Everything was technical was done poorly on this, it seems. Well, some really fucking bad choices in this. Too. Yeah, I mean, the acting was okay in times and stuff. Like, I really... I, acting I, had some good actors in it. The acting's not the problem. No, no it's no. not. They did probably... They did better than... I don't know. The, I think the soldier scenes at the end are, is where some... I don't know. They're actually not even that bad. It's, but, but the soldiers as, aren't bad. As yeah. part of the writing, once again, uh, he, he's walking around. So he's walking around in the beginning and there's no one around, which looks really Sorry. cool. The streets are all empty. London's yeah. empty and he's walking around and he doesn't know what's going on. And he picks up. This has made me laugh out loud. He picked up a newspaper <laughs> and, Evacuation. He, and he saw the headline say, um, London evacuates or something, but then he immediately dropped the newspaper without <laughs> and weeding. just walks around looking yeah. like, what's going on here? But without weeding, yeah, the, <laughs> the rest of the story, which I think any human being would have would have read the rest of the story, yeah, yeah. or as just an, or taken the paper, yeah, just tuck it under his shirt, sure, yeah. yeah. As an okay. actor, he should have compl- he should have mentioned to Danny Boyle like, uh, this doesn't feel like my character would just read the headline. I think I'd be curious enough to like take a glance He'd at the at least article, go back and get it when he immediately sees the huge missing people's board and he like looks at it for longer than he looked at the paper for yeah. you think in his head he'd be like wait a minute evacuated back, 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 paper i would I, I would have sat down and i would have taken i a little, probably would have had a gander a you don't know there's zombies blood sucking zombies out there to get you no you're probably there's, assuming nuclear you want the right? details like what I do you think. assume what there's, do you assume you wake up like that i don't I don't know. Probably also, disease or um, like chemical agent. Some kind of contamination or something. Yeah, yeah something. so he's walking around breathing No bodies, air, everyone's gone. But he doesn't yeah, want to read the paper. And then... Uh, no bodies. It's weird, right? I don't think I don't think he also would have survived for uh, two weeks on no food and no uh, water after his uh, yeah. intravenous... We, we talked about it. I don't think it's two weeks that he's... What, it says 28 days later since the monkey days, thing. From No, from the time that he gets knocked out or whatever well, no, just, no, from right? the, it's from the monkey the monkey, from the monkey yeah it's release. from the monkey release 
All right, all right. So we don't know how long he's how been in the hospital. How did the monkeys get out of that secure room or the rage creatures? Did he have brain surgery too? Mm. Like, why was he in the hospital? Was it brain surgery? I think it must have been because the half of his head is shaved. So, like, he had brain surgery. Which gives surgery, an indication of how long he's been under. And then he survived. Brain Do you see surgery? what I just did? I just asked, how did they, how did they, the zombies get out of the monkey room? Because yeah. everyone in that monkey room turned into a zombie. And see, I'm thinking about it. They just should never have showed it. I shouldn't be asking. No, you're it, totally it's, right. It got out somehow after that. We never learn. By the way, then the first few conversations Jim has with the new people that he meets, just rehash, oh, it came from monkeys. It's in the blood. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we, we knew that. We knew that. Yep. Yeah, someone else explains yeah, it later anyway, so yeah. don't show the monkeys. Yeah. I mean, logically, someone would open a door, a monkey would fucking take at it, and then maybe they get out of the building that way just by like a rage yeah. attacks i guess but you, that, like somebody i don't, I don't, I don't know so. i don't know i don't know um so yeah the lack of bodies in london was just a little weird like there would have been some shot bodies some dead zombies probably skewed about car accidents in the city yeah more car like the, the lack of cars i don't know this disease has some issues if you start thinking about it too much um one of the things is that when the when the ragers, what are they i don't know zombies whatever um when they attack they do kill some folks with their attacks and those people these aren't undead so they don't wake up and go so then other zombies just decided to throw up in the mouth of people and turn them that way and multiply that way so i don't know and then it takes 20 seconds to turn someone um if you're bit right? if you're bit so i guess we kind of thought that this would definitely be contained to london because you could never get on a plane with this and or the surrounding areas yeah and the surrounding areas but pretty much it would be contained to the island i also don't think it could be channel. i don't think it could spread through a whole city to be honest with you i really don't and the reason why i don't oh, big is big time london's dense as fuck. but the reason why i don't think it could spread is because you can see these people coming from a mile away they're not very subtle they don't sneak up on you so if like if like um, you see these people, you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna either run away or you're gonna kill them. If you're like if you have a gun or a weapon, you're gonna kill it. So so like if one of these runs into a crowd, I mean they'd have to bite two. I don't know. It would be really they just turn so <laughs> these, quickly. These things target windows, so I think that probably yeah, fucking London falls because they seem to know they're like. We're not much for opening doors, but we can coordinate an attack through the windows at Jim's parents' Especially house. Especially if we see a candle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> through so the candle, if, yeah. If you're a, like an 80-year-old woman with osteoarthritis and a replaced hip and you get rage, do you like run as fast as all of them do or do you suffer from those same ailments and you're just more like, she's hey, got a, Yeah, she's got a walker. Got a walking cane and all yeah, that. Yeah, I think she's probably uh, one of those hand-crawling I think the pandemic's ruined this movie for me because the reason why the pandemic is is so widespread is because people can be walking around without it without anybody knowing that they have it with whether they're asymptomatic or they have mild symptoms. Yeah. Whereas this, these guys are flailing their arms and spitting blood. So it's just like, oh, let's just kill or stay away from that fucking guy. Well, and they can run like ferociously. But the thing is, like we were talking about, you never get them on a plane. No. Because... As you're not even getting into an airport no. before the fucking. You're not getting on a boat. No. You're not getting in a car. You can't travel in a car. No. no. So the the spread of this is controlled by foot. Yeah. As fast as these things can run is the fastest that this can go. So if you got a Ben Johnson or like some kind of a Carl Lewis motherfucker, yeah, that's the fastest you got. But we also see in the scene where they're in the tunnel and they start driving away. They're still within sight, but you can see the zombies slow down and stop running. So they quit after they lose sight. So they're not just going to like constantly run. So they've got a run, brain run. because that guy points a gun at them later at the end in the military base um and the zombie runs away he, he recognizes the gun 
<laughs> recognizes he can't get past that. He's the first one to recognize something like that. But he's like, oh, God damn. And he turns around. That's he's the a, only time in the movie where that decision is made. Aside from, like zombie. you're saying, the tunnel where soldier they're like, zombie, yeah. they give up. Yeah. I, they do so. give up real quick in that tunnel. They're like, yeah. they're, they're just pissed. They're not fucking super strong minded. No. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Problems. Yeah, a few problems. A few problems. Um, so <laughs> I mean, it's just hard to watch. It's it. pretty vicious. It's pretty vicious when they're sleeping at Jim's house and they get attacked, and then the the buddy um, that attack that makes no them, sense either. He has a little cut on his arm. So what's her name? Um, Selena? No, um, I can't remember. He's holding the tiniest. I only know Jim's name. He's holding the tiniest Selena, little yeah. candle, and uh, and a yeah. zombie. One zombie apparently oh, must have climbed up on the roof up to the skylight so it could drop down three, on two, him. Two, one, zombie. Yeah, yeah. and it, it 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 does jump like Through those guys skylight. coordinated. They must have walkie talkies. I think it was a scented candle, is the thing. Oh, there you go. Because one drops through the skylight while another one runs through the plate glass window directly at him, and it's simultaneous. So that's yeah. not a coincidence. No, they count in. <laughs> Yeah, they're like three, yeah. two, one, get him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then yeah. Selena, when her friend gets injured, decides to like hack his arm off. That first does not look like a bite either. That looks she's like she's just chopping through an arm to get to the face. And I head, guess. I, think. I guess. But uh, it looks like she got him with the machete based on that wound. That wasn't a bite. No, but probably it did blood. Look like a knife wound. The, the zombie blood would have got into his blood. Probably. I mean, you don't know. You couldn't take the chance. So yeah, fair uh, enough. So you'd be killing a ton of innocent people in this world. Oh yeah. The idea of this is interesting because I think before this, most zombie flicks were undead type zombie, and this was maybe. Yeah, well, this it's not true zombies. No, it's, it's just gets that classification. It's an infected. It's a horde, right? And they like try and a eat flesh. Horde, but yeah, yeah. But this one is more fallible, which in a way is good. Um, so there's like, it's interesting that someone took a chance on this kind of thing. It, it like, they are basically zombies. It's just a different, They're basically zombies. It's yeah. just, it's like, there's like sub genres of zombies or whatever. And like I was telling you guys, like there's this and there's the crazies that has also like that rage virus thing. Yeah. And I'm actually a big fan of it. I like slow. I like zombies. I'm not over them. Um, and I, I like the slow plotting zombies that are like really terrifying because they're numbers, right? Because it's, yeah. Because three zombies are nothing. Well, Walking Dead, what is that? Are they slow? They're slow. Yeah, they're slow. slow dumb zombies. And like you got to take out the brain. If yeah. you like, you can chop the arms off. They're going to come. You can cut them in half. Right, they're gonna which right. is another. So thing. it's the it's the whole dread of the horde coming at you. One or two, no problem. But five, six, seven, then you're yeah. starting to get in some trouble. Like that's where the creepiness of them comes from. But and these guys are hard hitters. So yes, there is a creepiness around they're, that. They're fast and Sudden, strong. Yeah, fat and strong. Yeah, I, I still don't get like we've. What were we talking about a movie we did a long ago where? Someone was uh, someone was getting a brain implant and they became stronger. Demolition Man or something like that, maybe. Yeah. It so was this Demolition thing, Man, like, how yeah. can, how can they physically be stronger and more athletic and from faster. the rage virus? So like, it it doesn't really make sense. I I I have a hard time believing that. Um, I believe in the in the constant adrenaline is the way I would look at it. Is mm. like the virus in this is like not only perpetuating like like some insane angry rage type of shit. But also, it's like your your adrenal your adrenal system or whatever would just be pumping, mm. and you just always have that adrenaline kick. Like you hear about moms like flipping cars off their kids and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like that twenty four seven until you starve. See, that's an interesting way to go. But then they took the extra steps with the bloody mouths and chewing other people that to make it more like zombie like. Yeah, I used to like. Yeah, this. well, I think they are eating people because they talk about them starving. So if they're not starving, they're definitely eating people. It's an interesting way to like. They never explicitly say it that they need to eat us because they don't seem to eat 
people, they seem to just kill and then move on to the next thing or turn them and move on to the next thing. Like maybe we don't see zombies lingering and eating. Maybe we're only seeing that because the only time we see them, they're attacking. And we maybe that really explains why they're rest. not in London. We don't see the bodies because everyone's been eaten. Maybe there's a bunch sitting around playing canasta, fucking <laughs> eating, yeah. uh, eating, you know, Fred fucking. They can't uh, eat the bones. It'd at least be a bunch I, of fucking bone-weighted skeletons. I don't know, maybe the 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 thing makes their jaws and teeth stronger, so they can eat the bones. Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, I, I was yeah. also we can do I whatever we want here. They get wings. <laughs> I I did like this movie originally when it came out, but uh, I was I was like one of the early abandoners of uh, like Walking Dead and stuff. Yeah, I remember the vi- Walking Dead's atrocious. I remember the episode I At stopped the end, later watching Walking Dead was the episode where that little girl is like trying to feed the zombies and be friends with them, and then that they take her out into the field and kill her. And I was like, "This it's is because like, it's because she turns her sister." Yeah, but I was like, "This is like the best episode they're ever gonna do." And so I just thought, I was like, "This is a well-written episode. This has got like tons of themes. This is dramatic. This is fucked up." And I was just like, "I'm," and I never watched another episode again. I'm you like, can't I'm go done on forever. With, that show was good in the beginning, and it was new. I was finding I was getting depressed by it too. I was just like, "Why do I want to watch something that's so?" fucking depressing <laughs> i'm like fuck this and then it was always shocking to me it was on amc at like 7 p.m and it was like some of the goriest shit ever yeah so I, was I was surprised by like, that too and they popped that little korean dude's yeah. face off yeah the bat jesus Christ. i never saw that one but uh super hard to i've heard to. <laughs> I, I know they made fun of i know they made fun of it on snl yeah with uh with what's his face Chappelle. but uh i never oh, yeah, yeah that's gets super good yeah but i never got to that episode i stopped after they got i watched all the way when they were at the prison and then they they had the big fight and then yeah. they were out of the prison and they were wandering around they got separated somehow and, and they went to the train and i was just like fuck this show I and i stopped yeah mm-hmm. um like uh, so also some of the flow of this movie and i'm not talking about everything that happens on their journey but their journey in this movie is interesting like it starts out with him he gets to team up with someone they lose one he moves on then they find two more uh, with the apartment building stuff, which in principle is okay from a zombie survival kind of thing. Like he, him, at um, Brandon Gleason's character at the top of the stairs with the full kit on and the shield. Like he was the smartest person we've seen in the movie up to that point. Like Celine yeah. is pretty great, but other um, than his fucking Christmas lights, because the zombies attack Jim because of a fucking candle yeah. and he's flashing lights. Like what's the fucking deal with that? So then also yeah. a, a common thread throughout this movie is people having a complete disregard for sound management. Yeah, like rattling those cages, the the uh, shopping carts, the trolleys, whatever they call them. Um, uh, she's just like clang clang. Let's climb up and over. Like, of course the zombies are going to come. And then later on, they're getting out of the car and slamming the car doors and opening other doors and slamming them. Like a light, a candle in the middle of the night, shielded by its own enclosive glass and windows that looked like they were basically fucking tinted or frosted, wasn't enough. I would With not curtains. be. People are just way too lax throughout this movie for being in an apocalyptic type situation where creatures are a moment away from tearing your face off at lightning speed. At one point, she yells at him to be quiet. Yeah. Be quiet! There's nothing dumber than that. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So when they I, when they move on, my favorite parts of this movie are honestly when they, they hook up with the father and the daughter. Yeah. And then they move on in the car and stuff. Now, the one of the worst parts of the movie is... <laughs> also when, that... <laughs> Is when yeah, <laughs> is when they they get into the tunnel and it's it's jam packed with abandoned cars, and they somehow 
uh, take that little jalopy taxi cab and drive it up on, and over. Up and it's over. It's a fucking wall that yeah. you see them approaching a wall and all of a sudden he's on the car. I literally thought when they were shooting it in the movie, when I was watching it, that they were going to drive like through something and push cars to the side. It was almost like a Disney movie when they flew up and over. Oh, they might as well have been playing like the Yellow Brick Road song or some shit Yeah, like, like the tires got flubber in them. Yeah, it didn't make it, that didn't make any sense. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it was. Oh, why yeah, couldn't why couldn't they not drive over the cars and they just got a flat tire? Like that would have been a why fucking. Why not turn nuff. around yeah. and have to go rerouted somewhere? Yeah, some like, that's like, fine. Going too. into the tunnel, like he's like, it's a bad idea. I don't like it, and no one else says anything. Celine and the girl, and then Brandon Gleason's just like, ah, we're here. Eh, it's the time to be lazy. It just doesn't. I don't know. Like yeah. maybe that's the only way through or around. I'm never going through that tunnel ever. I'm ever. like, just let me out here. I'll walk. I'll see you on the other side. And when they get in, and it looks very obviously cluttered and fucking um and blocked off, he starts driving. Jim crazier. makes a comment to him, and it instantly rages him. Yeah, and he feels determined to fucking risk yeah. everyone's life because Jim made one statement about it. Yeah, but after that section, unreasonable. Oh yeah, and the changing of the tire and all that stuff was. Whatever. It doesn't make sense from a time perspective. The zombies are running; they see them coming, and they can get a tire changed in that period of time. Yeah, and they no. left the car with human strength. That didn't make any sense. Yeah, like these two, two, two uh, girls and two boys can fucking all of a sudden become a NASCAR team. Yeah, bullshit. So no to that. But then, after yeah. that, when they the the fun starts really in this movie when they go to the grocery store. But it only lasts for like five seconds. Yeah, and then they go into the well, but then they go out into the field. The Jim killing that little kid didn't make any sense either. So he's in a bad mood when that scene starts. Yeah, he's in a terrible mood. But like everyone has though. their moment to be crotchety, and it, it just comes out of nowhere. It's not like someone winds him up, yeah. unless he was still reeling from the whole taxi cab situation. But he treats uh, Selena like trash. She's like, where are you going? What are you doing? And he's just like, bah, it's a fucking Holocaust with zombies. I'm going to go in this dark store. Bah. Yeah. And then he sees dead bodies and calls out. I know he's like, he at that point he's looking. His, he can't even hold his nose in that place. No. It's clearly a problem. And like, so you could tell me that he was out looking for blood, but it's just, it's stupid. Like yeah. his bad mood wouldn't be like, I'm going to go in here and, and like have a 50-50 shot at not walking out alive. I, mean, I just wouldn't go in there. just die. Then he's wiping blood off the bat. I, don't I know. guess, but they don't they don't indicate why he's in a bad mood. No. No, I know. I'm just Yeah. But his parents did just die. But, but, once, but, but I like <laughs> I like the grocery store. I like when they're camping. I like the horses thing is beautiful. I like them driving with the green grass with which was one of the, one of the only nice shots in this movie, yeah. other than some of the oh, rain. With the oh, big with, uh, turbines, the, the wind, wind turbines. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those the, wind the curvy turbines. road there. Yeah, yeah. It's be- that's beautiful, and the music is nice. Yeah, it's one of the only nice parts of the movie, like that visually and stuff. Well, the whole opening for me is really great. Still, like some of it seems like it's uh, poorly shot, but some of those shots of some of empty London are. are Oh quite, no, that's quite nice awesome. too. Yeah, I like some of that does look good. I would have cut the whole him walking the streets of London thing in half, honestly. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of get things that to where he meets half. those people and get things going. Like that's what's got to happen. Then there's like the extra dialogue. The the guy, the first guy who dies with when Selena chops his arm off and then takes him out. He's just before that telling the story about how his family turned and then he dies. I, I guess it's setting the stage for how horrible this thing is <clears> and how it's affected everybody, but. I don't know. It's I don't too know. long. This movie's it's too just, long. It's just if you have so much and the important parts are coming together, but then you know they're traveling along and um, uh, Brandon Gleason gets decides to be stupid and gets the drop of blood in his eye. He's really pissed off. Yeah, he's <clears> re- like, I guess so he really wanted to find not, the military. You would, you would, I guess 
he yeah he's, oh, you mean after the blood in the eye no, no before before oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So but then how he gets it in the eye. But then he gets yeah, like Yeah, well, cuz he's sad and sitting. Yeah. He's sitting and sad. He gets and all pissed off. They don't stand under a dead body. Anyway, it's a mistake though, which I kind of you do. You totally don't stand under a dead no, body. No, you don't. Being Probably consumed a bad idea. by a crow? Yeah. yeah. Like it, that was by his anything, moment of weakness. And that's that, that's actually not bad. How'd that, that crow that not get rage? Yeah, I don't know. The animals aren't affected. Crows are the monkeys are affected. rage. I guess That's true, but the monkeys are like us. Horses are not. And the monkeys were. They just like Except had for no horse choice, people. I guess. Yeah, it'd been funny if that crow had rage and started attacking them like birds. That would th- maybe I would have liked that a little better. A little if better. the crow just like bit his eye out or something. If the animals were also raged, that would be very interesting. Jesus, a bunch of crickets Cats. all pissed off. Oh, locust attack. Yeah. Um, so then we meet the soldiers. And then the last little bit of this movie kind of really goes off the rails for me. Yeah, me too. It takes a really... It, you could have so the soldiers basically <laughs> there's one good soldier and the rest of them are all horrible rapist people and it's only been 28 days. Yeah, but they're not just but they're not like been in a war for 2 years in Vietnam are no. like they're not like 2 years going without ever seeing a woman. They're like they're like they less than a month or, um, less than a month without seeing a woman and then they all already became gigantic rapists. I mean, yeah. they think that the earth is over though and they've seen Probably the worst shit that anybody in the history of people. But eight out of but 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 eight out of nine of them are all and no ten because the the colonels are rapists too. So out of ten of them, only one of them's like a somewhat decent person, and all the rest of them are like, we just need to get some girls that we can rape. Well, wait now, the guy who was wearing the apron, he's not having, he's not raping anybody. He's on the other end of that equation. He didn't say he was. He seemed like he was waiting for someone to ask. Yeah, he's 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 their he's their lady friend for for now. Hey guys, let the girls have a night off. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But anyways, they all are a bunch of. Rapist. The guy, um, Chris Exelson, the, the colonel, the captain, whatever you want to call him. Um, I'm sure he has a name. He Commander. promised them rape women. He, so yeah, so it's 28 days. And instead of being like boys, like <laughs> we'll, we'll use our resources here to like keep on looking. And, you know, um, Cillian Murphy sees a plane flying over. So maybe that's not the first one, but he could have like promised them something else for hope. And instead he's like, I'll get you some women, I promise. And then just lo and behold, chance some women show up. So it's kind of like this stupid big coincidence it's not like he went out hunting for women for them or he was actually promising them women he was just trying to keep their spirits up so they wouldn't kill themselves and then women show up and he's like we have to go through with it i promised them and he's totally cool with it It, couldn't some of them like just try and go on dates with them like maybe take them out to the field and help them dress them up yeah that was really weird too they're like, we're going to rape you, but first we'd like to put you in pretty clothing because apparently we're not like attracted to you unless you're wearing nice dresses. I it's think just for like, your what? first foray into rape, you really want to dip your toe in first. <laughs> so you want, you want <laughs> them to be dressed like up first? where it looks, where you got the air of consensual. Um, yeah, they're like, you know it's they're like, put on some makeup and we'll we'll go for dinner and then I'll rape you or something. It was it's weird. Like it was a, super weird. Like yeah, from what I understand. Try not to talk about the rape during dinner. Yeah. We'll just have a nice time <laughs> first. From what I understand, <laughs> yeah. like the rape, the, the big thing about rape in a lot of cases is like the power over a helpless person and you dominate them. That's part of it. These guys, I don't think like really they're all like that. One Like it doesn't make sense from a, a characterization oh, point of view. It's horrid. And, and there was that weird. That he promised them and that it all, it all turns around so quickly. Like they instantly are going to be like raping like day one. Oh, we got attacked. I'm all like up from my guns. I'm going to rape you now. They're vicious rapers too. They're not like, they're not like trying to, like that's the thing is that if you were if you were like felt like the world was over and you were like I just really want 
the company of a woman, right? Like I'm, I'm so fucking depressed and this is so bleak and the future is fucking as dark as it's ever been. And really the one thing that could really get my spirits up is just getting a little bit laid. You wouldn't just come in the first night and just start grab assing those women. You couldn't. Most that guy normal is the people. giant uh, outlier, yeah. I feel like. Most people couldn't like couldn't perform. Who could perform when someone's like screaming and crying and saying no? And you just be like, it's been so long. Like it, you I don't. It's been twenty. You don't days. have the constitution. It was, it was, that, that's the other thing. It was twenty eight <clears throat> days. Yeah, you're telling me these guys are already have gotten so desperate after twenty eight fucking Man, days. Eighty like percent of Tinder has got to have the rage virus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, like look at the yeah. pandemic. It that would that would basically be like it's we been wouldn't like have made it. five or six months. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would have been, everyone would have been, everyone would have become rapists over the last six months. It doesn't make any sense. But let's be honest. There's a ton of piece of shits that would break after like the first week that have just been waiting for an opportunity. I suppose. But 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 that would be maybe two of these soldiers at the high end. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's. You just and, used the term. No, no. And we know one of them. One of them is at least gay, if not two, based on the numbers. Statistics say, yeah. So Jim's actually a good-looking dude. You know, yeah, he'd he's be a gonna, target for sure, dude. Yeah. Why is? Why aren't they keeping Jim just in case? And why don't they just like have sex with each other, like the the like what the centurions or the gladiators yeah. or whatever? They just bang well, each what other. Said. After seven days, you'd be like, if you'd ever been curious, you'd be the most curious you'd ever been. Then <laughs> you'd be like, shit, trapped here with nine guys. You're like, this is a college. God can't um, blame me for this one. <laughs> yeah. So then you use the term soldiers loosely here because this is. If oh, this yeah, was a this unit the of worst. reserves, then fine. I I would have maybe even preferred them not being soldiers, like maybe sheriff or like deputies or something where it would be a little bit more acceptable to be as incompetent as these buffoons. But we're seeing a complete lack of, of, uh, of ammo management. These guys are firing like from the hip, crazy burst fire, wasting ammo. I don't know how much ammo they've got, but it's not enough if that's what they get into every other day. Absolutely not, yeah. 50 cal rounds, 30 cal rounds, and their L87s, they're just lighting mines. it up. And mines and claymores and everything too. They're so, shooting full clips on one zombie and, yeah, and, and one bullet And they're bullet shooting from so far away and somehow they're able to funnel the, the zombies in from this one approach. I don't get that necessarily. That made no sense. And they're like, oh, if they get in, it'd be like, if they get in, then you plug the hole and stop them from fucking getting in. Like, what is your... So none of that works. And then um, soldiers are just like flat out panicking and running away. Um, Shooting up in the air. Yeah, the the one... I don't think They put the guy in a pink apron and he's like, was he even a soldier? Like, he can't shoot a weapon. He's like up in the air and then he drops it and runs for his life and hides in a cupboard. Like the other ones were at least shooting cars. For no reason whatsoever and wasting whole clips. Yeah. He couldn't shoot a zombie two feet in front of him. And then he like ran away with his arms up in the air. He's like, Aah. it's just like, what the fuck? That guy's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, the two women were killing the zombies with like sticks and knives. And these guys are trained soldiers. Yeah. And they can't kill zombies with guns right in front of them. Like one zombie. Yeah. Like it, it the, the incompetence, John's right, is like Im- who would direct that that way? I don't know. Anytime. And the other soldier that they had chained up was just turned two days before and they had the wherewithal to capture him and get the, the thing yeah. on him. So why, and then they what came were they and doing kill him. Yeah. Dude, they, they, they obviously aren't that smart. They had mines all over that front yard where those zombies come that first night. <laughs> And he tells them to go out and collect bodies. Yeah. At night. At night. In <laughs> yeah. the minefield. Yeah, I know. It's no. bad. I mean, they might know where they are, but may, not all of them would know where the... If they where knew they where they were, them. they wouldn't have been no. laying down doing the knife thing to find the mines in no, the, the that's day before true. when yeah. you saw. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't tie together that like these guys are like both good and horrid soldiers at the same time. Yeah, uh, like they do a lot of really stupid things like the um, insubordination when they're going to execute their other fellow soldier, which they decide to do in a pretty big hurry. Um, yeah. They turn on that one they guy all and they seem take him inept. out to be shot. The, yeah, they're, they're just it's too it's too strange for the time that's passed. I, I don't know. It's it's jarring. It it takes me it takes me out of it for sure. And then Cillian Murphy, you know, to his um to his credit, is escapes. Um, but you know, then he turns into a complete vicious killer. I would be definitely angry that they tried to kill me. I don't know if I could turn that quick, but then he's like he's acting like one of the zombies so much so that he almost gets killed twice. He's got his shirt off. He's running. He's, he's bleeding everywhere. He's got that crazy look in his eyes, the mad dog look in his eyes all the time. He's breathing heavy. Yeah, I mean, it just he just snaps and turns. Well, his friends are inside, and he releases the zombie guy to fucking go in there. Yeah, and once again, like that's not saving your friends. No. That's no. that's you're risking them the same as everyone. And he knows the layout of the house too with the secret walls and shit. How the fuck did he know any he's of that? He's baiting yeah. and. Killing Killing so people who are supposed to be trained, trained soldiers, soldiers, and he's just some like guy. Yeah, nobody. He's just, he's just in a bad mood now, so yeah, he's an expert killer. Yeah, slaughtering everybody, putting his thumbs through that guy's eyes. Like the, it, I would have been happy if he had just like kicked the guy to the ground, grabbed the machete on the bed, because they made a point to show that shot when the guy was falling that the machete was on the bed. He just should have taken it and went boom. I think, like, boom, I and think then we're what done. they're trying to do, though, I mean like what they were trying to do is it was a metaphor for the rage being inside of human beings and the virus just brings it out but like we all have this rage inside us people killing people the way they were shooting it and the way that people did think he was a zombie until she could see his eyes because he was acting like the zombies so it's just about human rage i mean that was the whole thing with the 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 stupid monkey at the beginning looking at the screens of people doing things with rage It was like, we have this rage inside us. That's what the guy's like. We had to put the rage in the monkey so we could cure it. Because yeah. unless we made the monkey. So I think that's what he's trying to do. Are the writer, yeah. the director. But it's not, yeah. it doesn't work. No, no. I, I do think that, that you're right. They're, that's their he's, example. He's, of yeah, he's trying yeah. to do something bigger. Yeah, with, he's with, trying to make a bigger statement. Yeah, it just is it can't work so hard to pull off when everything is so inconsistent yeah Yeah, it is like she she viciously hacked her probably close friend to death with maybe five or six machete strikes and she's like turning away in horror as jim is like yes he's sticking his thumbs through a guy's eye but that's like after you've probably hacked a few people living human beings to death in addition to some zombies you'd be like geez jim that's a little bit far isn't it but he's dead i think yeah that's right she would have killed a lot of people yeah she's in quickness with which she offs her friend there yeah Yeah, they like threw those those flaming uh molotov cocktails zombies they blew gas stations up and then like but there's an inconsistency where she runs up the stairs and sees the father with the riot shield and instead of helping him kill the two or three zombies she She runs runs. like terrified screaming open the door open the door i'm so scared she had her machete why isn't she helping like jim could have jim Jim should have run to the door begging because he was just begging her as they were running up the stairs she should have been at the ready with the machete that would have made sense from their characters totally it's those inconsistencies throughout the movie yeah with their characters so then you don't believe anything about them because they they seem so inconsistent i don't know and then i did like the scene where she kissed the guy and told them to leave so they could change yeah i liked that because i thought that that was smart and then i liked that she tried to give her the pills or whatever and the soldiers were pissed with the pills that didn't make any sense it makes them more again like more like so there's you're gonna be awake and conscious while i do this to you yeah Yeah. why that's the thing is like you like if it was years and years and years not that you can excuse the behavior 
but you can more see how someone would fall victim to like that mentality. But like you're saying, 28 days or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. And these guys are like to the point where they don't even, they want these girls to feel the horror of the situation. Yeah. Like it, it they want to yeah. once again suffer. That's it, that's a whole worse thing than the zombies. But yeah. then with the inconsistency there is they were trying to get them to put the clothes on, the pretty them up in the daytime in the daylight. Then they stop in the daylight, stop them from taking pills. Now we cut to what hours later? It's nighttime and it's raining outside. They're sitting in their pretty little dresses on the couch and they haven't d- touched them yet. Yeah, they're waiting. It's just for like the so. Do they back? are they are they crazy rapists? Are they nice gentlemen who are just sitting with these lovely ladies in their dresses? It makes no sense. Not until Daddy says so. Once again, if they're gonna if those if they were gonna rape the girls, the girls would have gotten raped by by yeah. now. Oh, yeah. At least one of them would have done it. But instead, you're just sitting around doing nothing. So it's inconsistent again to what the characters do from one scene to the next. Bad writing. Bad direct. This whole movie is just a big fucking train wreck. It makes me so sad because I was so excited we were watching this. Yeah, I was so ready too. for it to be fucking like one of the all-time like great horror sense. movies. Yeah. Because when this came out, I don't know if you remember, it was kind of like a like a new thing. Like we hadn't seen. I think this is like the first like rage virus type of uh, zombie, yep. right? Yeah. And it was just like the pure aggression and violence in this movie was, I think, a little bit different because this because it was like Danny Boyle. It was like a bigger director doing something. Instead of like a hacker, slasher, or whatever, yeah. zombie type thing. And there weren't zombie movies at this time coming out in droves. Not in droves, no. You'd have, like, been, you'd have like a Day of the Dead, I think, is maybe around this time. I think time. some came through the 90s. But Night I, of the Living Dead through the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so this kind of rebooted, stuff. I think, or tried its its hand at rebooting the genre and then taking that new angle with the rage zombies. Yeah. I so, think that's what people really got so into. It's saying, so now I'm seeing a, a website saying that it made eight... 82.7 million on a budget of 8 million so that's kind of oh no now five oh it's five million uh british pounds oh euros or pounds, pounds. yeah pounds. so it was eight million u.s dollars but it Still made not a huge 80. budget it made 82.7 million well, you can't argue with that no so that's fine but it was a, it was a big success they said it's some, it was the most profitable movie of that year but like based on its budget and stuff but yeah. like actually eight million dollars makes no makes it once again even look worse with the with the technical issues it had yeah it's too bad like i wanted to see past some of the technical stuff and and just be let the story lead the way because we've said you you, you can have shittiest of shitty but if you have the good story good characters then um you can save it can save it and this movie because of the quality for one it's almost a humpty dumpty i don't know if you could edit this no i don't i don't mind the ending i actually like the very very ending so like uh, (laughs) i like (laughs) I like the the ending with the airplane and stuff, and yeah, with uh, them in that little like cabin retreat or whatever. That's that, that part's nowhere. okay. I I don't mind ending it there, but everything leading up to that didn't seem like it either made any sense or was bad. See how they show too there, like that scene is actually probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie because you see a lot. Like this, there's a huge story told already. Yeah, you see he like you said you have to cut out that stuff after the car crash thing where they all fly forward. And it looks like a fucking Guy Ritchie cutscene. Yeah, yeah it does. Um, I wonder what'll happen to these boys next. <laughs> <laughs> the, Dukes yeah. of Hazzard. The Duke boys got themselves in some trouble. <laughs> I wonder if them zombies are going to catch up. Um, Jesus, that's funny. I can't think of a thing now. No, um, yeah. the story of the cabin. They're flying you're forward. right, you're right, you're right. So, so Colin said when we were watching it, you take out that little blurb of her in the hospital with him. It's like a quick 15-second cut. But 
Definitely you do. And then you go right to the end where he's laying in bed with bandages. He wakes up. Um, and then you see not only are they like completely safe, they're outside with no fear of anything coming around. Mm-hmm. So they're like remote and they're making this huge blanket thing that says like, hello, right? Yeah. And then as you follow the jet, then you follow it from a ways away and you're cruising through the valley and you see there's a shot of two zombies that are obviously starving to death yep. on this bridge. And they've been working up that road, that remote roadway to get to the cabin, right? Yeah. And like that right there is a bunch of amazing storytelling with no dialogue whatsoever. Yep. And it gives us an exact idea of where we are now in the story, what's elapsed, what's taking place, and we get hope. It's like one of the best parts of the movie. It is yeah. the best part of the movie. Yeah, Storytelling-wise, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's funny because... Um, I think it was Brent who, who read about it that when they hit the fence in the cab and they fly forward and freeze, like that was the initial when first the, ending of the movie. When they're breaking out of the military base. Yeah, yeah. at the very end. Yeah, and and then the, the, the studio apparently was like, no, you got to shoot more. So they gave him, they gave him enough to get a jet fly by. So yeah. that's <laughs> cool. from a couple of different angles. So that was fine. And well, it, 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 it looks better too, doesn't it? It does look better. I wonder if they use better cameras. I betcha. I wonder. I wonder if they had enough money that they could use better equipment. We saw vivid green landscapes in the in the movie before that, and they didn't look that good. Didn't look anywhere yeah, near true. that good. No, you know what? I bet you they did shoot it on a better better camera. Yeah, I didn't even think about how good it looked until now. You and could that do would that even that work too. for the movie. I was just going to say the same thing because yeah. then it's like a bright new day and everything is clean and fresh and and better. Yeah, if te- we thought it was including a decision, the quality. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. By the way, it's not a stylistic decision. They probably it's were a like, budgetary one. we can't change anything else in this movie because there's too much garbage, but this last scene you will do properly it's gonna look beautiful yeah, it could have see anything dude it could have been a it could have been a, yeah i mean sometimes it was so grainy and it was so weird looking like you can't over you if the writing and the if the writing was better you would have been able to overlook it but since it was so poor that you weren't you can't you can't and yeah you want to call it then yeah, yeah. this is like uh yeah, John's right. I think it is a Humpty Dumpty. I don't think you can put this back together again. You could have definitely edited it better, and it would have it would have it would have worked a little bit better. But with the some shots, that the the camera shots that were used, and the quality of the video, those two things would be so hard to fix, even with you're, better editing. Yeah, and you're yeah, just forcing these things. It's so a lot of the times. times you're just one, when bad writing is when you're forcing characters to do things that either don't make sense for their character or just don't make plain sense. Yeah, and this movie is Lots. full of things that just don't make plain sense mm-hmm. yeah so so and so they're just like forcing things forcing things when he, jim escapes the commander goes after him with soldier number seven like that doesn't make sense and then while jim is like hiding like a badass from guys with rifles they're like shooting from the hip into empty tents like that's just not how people do it no not trained trained, trained operators would no, never guessing. do it they're totally guessing. Never, and they shots. would never split up. You go that way, I'll go this way. And they'd way. never shoot from the hip. Never. And they'd never make unnecessary fucking noise. No. In this world, that fucking captain or corporal or whatever the fuck he even says, this area is surrounded. Yeah. Like they've all pushed out of the cities and they've worked their way into the countryside. And it's lucky that you didn't run into more because where we are is just filled up. And then they're just yeah. shooting their guns, drawing. Haphazard. Make, yeah. yeah. The oh. two of them take those guys out to shoot them in the body zone. Yeah. And then he shoots randomly in the trees, predator style. Bad decisions everywhere. The, yeah. the, the, um, the, the girl, when she's driving the taxi too, that she backs it up to the entrance and she seems to know that the zombies will come in through the back window and grab the captain. Yeah. That was her plan. She's like, yeah. And then drives away. 
I'm yeah. sorry. There's she, better ways. There's just better it. ways to do that. Yeah, this is not. This is. Uh, it does not hold up. Hundred percent is. Uh, but it's a bad movie. I wouldn't watch it again, and I definitely uh, won't watch the sequel. The opening of the sequel is great, and the then everything the after that is terrifying. crazy. The yeah. opening of the sequel is terrifying. I do think the sequel is better. That can't be. I do. I, think I remember. It's I remember hating it. It's bigger budget. Well, that's fine. That may, no, it looks that makes better. Sense. That's it looks for sure. Better. Well, it will look better. But but anyways, I'm telling Brent, you, I think the sequel is better. Brent, okay. Which one do you guys want to go? Is it? It's for the not holding up. You, you go. All right, you want to shoot? Let's shoot. One, two, three. One, two. Three. <sighs> okay, I'll you. go first. Uh, this movie does not <laughs> hold up. I don't ever want to watch it again either. It didn't have enough redeeming qualities. No. Um, if this had been a runtime of an hour thirty and they had gotten through some of the stuff, maybe then you could at least say if it was on, I would maybe check some of it out, but I would never go out of my way to watch it. The mix, the quality, I don't know. It just seems like a miss all around. I would even watch this with another person to show it to them because why not would I show bad it, it to was. them? Yeah. It's not a good example. I, I would watch this Again more with than... Tenet slamming. All right. <laughs> I would definitely... All right. I would definitely watch this. I would watch this 10 times before I watch Tenet once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take that. I should have. Uh, my only regret about Tenant is that I didn't walk out five <laughs> minutes in. I should have walked out. I saw other people walking out, storming out. I asked. No one fucking was into it. I, I didn't hear you. I, I would have like jumped at that chance. Doesn't hold up. All right. This movie made me sad. I remember loving this too. all growing up. I was excited to watch it this time. I think I was the one that asked that we do it. Yeah, you I thought it was short. Either. I thought this movie was short. I so remember it being 90 minutes, 8, 90, 100 minutes. It feels like it, it should be. With this yeah. story and the way that it progresses and shit, there's just no reason to stick anywhere. No. The downtime is boom, too boom, much downtime. Yeah. This should be because you have these rage zombies that are like smash. It, he, it, it's almost like he's like the more lull we have, the more exciting it'll be when they show up. But there's too much lull. Yeah. Way too much. You gotta, Unless you go way more story and show the zombies way less. Yeah. The characters have to let their guard down, but we as the audience don't have to watch until we're bored and then have the zombies jump at us. That's yeah. that's the difference, I think. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry, Danny Boyle. You've done some other good stuff, but this is not a good example. Yeah. Danny shockingly, uh, I mean, he just, yeah, he's directed some good movies, even recently, like some really good movies like Steve Jobs yep. is amazingly directed. Slumdog's like, got its... I think Slumdog's pretty good. I tried so. watching Slumdog. I tried watching uh, Slumdog the other day, and I, I wonder. I fell asleep, so I, I don't want to say that I, it was good or bad. I just I just getting sleepy. I think I was just <laughs> I put it on at the wrong time. I was yeah, just put yeah. it on at night. I I I would like to watch that again and see. Okay. Well, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I think we should all watch that one again, maybe. Right. I mean, that was a huge movie. Give Danny. So that was, it, it was. It was a big. It was an Oscar so that movie. Up, did it was he a, win the Oscar for that? I don't know if he I, won, but it was nominated. I totally think that movie won. It was nominated for a ton of Oscars, yeah. and it was a huge box office smash. So, like, I think it's worth doing for sure on this show. And when was it done, I wonder? We'll it have to figure it all 2000 out. 2000-something. It was early 2000s. All right. Definitely over 10 years. Well... Surprising, one, shocking. Oh. Slumdog won Best Picture, Best Sound Mixing, Best Original Score, oh, we gotta Best watch Adapted it. Screenplay, Best Director, Best Cinematography, Best Film Editing, and it was nominated for Best Sound Editing. Eight Oscars? Fucking killed. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, shit. we're watching that. That right. was a yeah. huge deal. Absolutely. I remember guys, it being a big deal. but I do too, but I, I remember watching it... Uh, the bit I did watch, I was I wasn't sure. So you know what? I will. We should watch it. I think that movie had some shocking stuff, like what they did to the little kids and yeah. some other things that maybe stuck with you. But I wonder if that would hold up. Interesting. Okay. Well, twenty eight days later does not hold up. Days later. Haha. 
20 minutes later, I still regret watching it. Yes, actually. Yeah, that's about right. Okay, <laughs> well, um, sorry about that, horror fans, but you'll have to look for your satisfaction for blood elsewhere. Thanks for listening, everybody. I had a great time. Hope you did too. We'll talk to you later and enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.